Have you or a loved one ever bitten into a pancake? And like, you know how you have to add milk to a pancake? And when you get a fresh carton of milk, you have to pull out that like plastic tab mm. at the top. Mm-hmm. Have you or a loved one ever bitten into a pancake and found <laughs> out that you were biting into the plastic nub of the carton? Oh no. If so, you might be having a very moderately mediocre choking hazard. <laughs> And a moderately mediocre Monday. Hello and welcome to the Moderately Mediocre Podcast, episode 26. Vansies, motherfuckers. Vansies. Uh, I am back after my short hiatus of being sick. And I'm just short. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not on a hiatus. Jesus Christ, I wasn't expecting that. Um, it has been my birthday week, so... Um... It was a great time. Tiffany brought me carrot cake. Yep, I did. But it was, but very it was also it was also Morin's Morin's and Morin. Yeah, we we will get more into Morin later because she brought me something very very good for the minis. If y'all listening are tuned into, are you ready for this? Our Patreon. Patreon. That's right, folks. We have ourselves a Patreon. That's right. You can find us at patreon.com slash moderate pod. For those of you who weren't listening, that's patreon.com slash moderate pod. And that's right. We have three tiers. You can join in at the coffee tier. And that's where you give us a little... Just throw a nickel our way is all. You throw throw a couple bucks our way, we'll buy some coffee. It keeps the show afloat. Uh, you can also join in at the Mod Pod level, which I think is five dollars. I don't actually remember. I set up all this stuff and I forget already. Anyway, we're you just can gonna go look. <laughs> yeah, you, you you can go take a look, but it will get you access to the Discord. It will give you access to the minis that we're gonna be producing every time we create an episode. Every and, single time. And these are going to be Patreon exclusive minis. So if you're in at the two dollar episode, or you're just a free listener. There's some exclusive content that if you want to just, you know, dabble There's in. exclusive content that will be coming to you. And, like, this stuff will come out later for the free to, like, listen people. Because we don't, we, we don't want to hold anything back. Definitely not. But, like, it will be, you know, considerably later probably. And finally, we do have the $15 tier. And this is going to get you guys some real, some real, some real special stuff. It's going to grab you the minis. Mm-hmm. That's Obviously. one. It's going to grab you Discord-specific titles. That's two. It's going to grab you pre-sales on merch. That's right, bitches. Pre-sales on merch. We're going to have some merch. That's number fucking three. Yeah, that's, a, that's a big one. It's going to get you exclusive rights to immortality in the year 2062. <laughs> that is uh, still out for debate, but... We'll try to keep that one as a promise. But either way, it is really, really going to help us. This is going to be like our 
super supporter tier mm-hmm. and like obviously do not feel pressured to like have to join into any of these but it will help us out as a show basically we will be able to do considerably more things if we have the money to do it research will become less moderate yeah less yeah. mediocre yeah and we'll have you know fun merch and stuff we we want to do monthly art things yeah i think we're, we're we've been talking about that for a little bit now actually so if you are interested in it then please yeah it's gonna get you digital digital access to real cool art so for those of you who don't know tiffany is a phenomenal artist okay no but thanks but uh, she's very humble tiffany is a phenomenal artist that's all i have to say to and we're gonna work together and make monthly art and stuff and this will be you are also a very good artist this will be okay. And this will be specifically See how hard for, it is to fucking up. take a compliment. I can't do it. And you this can't will be either. specifically for our $15 tier people. <laughs> uh, we will be, you know, maybe taking like polls and stuff for what people want to see. It's not going to be specific commissions and things like that. Mm-hmm. This is going to be kind of like a community based. If people want to see something, we will try and do something like that. Yeah. Probably focus around the cryptids and stuff that we've covered. Cryptids, fun stories, nonsense like that. We, you know. Going to be prints. Prints and things. And see where it goes from See where it goes. Just see where it goes. And that's the big news for now. There's one other big news, I think. (sighs) I think um, if you haven't already, go look up Dune Moon on Instagram. Dune Moon? Yeah. Why have I seen that? What is that? Um, it's one of my friends. She's oh, also an artist. Jesus. And she's a yes, digital obviously. artist. And she's uh, hosting a giveaway. I'm not sure when it's going to be released, but it will be soon. <laughs> I, I was, think it's next week, actually. I was thinking Dune Moon is in like D-U-N-E, oh, like the yeah. movie Dune. And Sorry, then as soon as you said that, yes, no, absolutely. We're uh, I'll, I'll let you take this away. Cause... D-O-O-N Moon. And... Yeah, she. I, I think she's going to put it up next week, I hope. But we have uh, contributed to that uh, giveaway as well. So I think there's a few uh, local makers that have pitched in. And I don't really know the ins and outs of it yet. But all I know is that you should be all looking for it on the horizon. We'll probably share it on our socials once we get an idea of what's going on. Um, but yeah... We got we got big things on the horizon. So for everyone who's been listening up until this point, thank you so much. Yeah, we love you. It got really weird and sentimental last episode because it was just me and nobody was here to like rein me the fuck in. And I'm just happy that you know now that I love you. That's all. And now I'm back and I'm happy that you know that I'm also here. That I know. That's, that's, <laughs> that's all we can expect. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. And so with that, we have done our shilling, we've done our our fun, and the next thing to ask, I think, is, TJ, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, listened to your, uh, I listened to your solo episode, and I would love to give you a massive congratulations on that, but also, like, you, you good, dude? Am I good? Are you good? Am I good? Are you good? We're asking the ethers. Am I good? Oh. There's no echo. It's not like the Grinch where it's like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Oh, this is me. Comedy deflecting. Ah, yes. Okay. 
Um, no, I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's, the holidays give me a really large amount of stress. I'm going to crack one open for the holidays giving stress because it's the same. That was good. That was good. No, I'm I'm good. It's just, I feel like I've been really social lately, which is not a bad thing, but at the same time, I'm not used to it. And so my battery is well low and depleted. And it's like, I really would love to just spend a good 72 hours sleeping. Mm. That's it. That's all I want is just to sleep. I was so tired today that I just, laid down for a sec and like really like my body whole body went like to weird twitch land where i was like okay i'm ready to go to bed like that it's, usually it's doesn't time. happen it's time. yeah that doesn't happen until like i'm in bed i've got my skincare done i've done all my brushing of the teeth mine and luna's and every single tooth well luna just brush her <laughs> no, teeth kidding, at I'm night kidding. but yeah i and I, so i was like wow my body is tired i am tired i'm just past tired it's hard I've been I've been feeling very very similar lately like December like we said this 2 weeks ago cuz I wasn't here for last week but mm-hmm. December is just such Excuse me I'm choking on myself so, <laughs> Hate when that happens It's such a busy time of year where it's just like everything and everybody wants to get together and there's like Christmas parties and like gift exchanges and yeah. stuff like that and I'm like I can't I can't keep up with this. No. I don't. Know, I don't know if you listeners at home. That's right. You folk know this, but like TJ and I are massive introverts. Well, extroverted introverts. We uh, like socialization. We yeah. don't. We can't do without it. But at the same time, we get really tired really quickly during yeah. social events. Our social batteries are very low. If you see us out in public, like feel free to you know say hi, but. Don't. A kind smile. A kind smile is great. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me how I'm doing. No. <laughs> but no, I I don't mean that. But it, realistically, like, it's just, it's just a lot. And I think it's, like, I feel the same way every single year when Black Friday rolls around. Oh, God. And it's almost like that's when the seasonal depression hits. Or that's when it that's when it comes on, and I don't know if it's like materialistic things where it's just like mm. this. And I refuse to use my my phone. I I don't participate in it anymore because like it's just so overwhelming for me. It really is. And all of the fucking emails that I've forgotten to unsubscribe to. Yeah. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Cyber whatever, Monday, whatever, whatever yeah. all those things are. But no, I totally agree. With and you. the like weeks. So it's gotten so much worse where it's like weeks leading up to Black Friday, people. Or like businesses and stuff will try to capitalize on it and be like, get the early bird special before Black Friday. And it's like, okay, so you have this fucking event going on before (laughs) Black Friday. You have Black Friday as the event itself. Then you have Cyber Monday and then you have the Cyber Monday week-long sale. I don't know if it is Cyber Monday, but it's something like that. I think Cyber Monday is after the Thanksgiving. It's it's Boxing Day. No, Cyber Monday's. The Monday after Friday, Black Friday. Oh, maybe they are. But you're getting mixed up because Wait. it's it's American Thanksgiving. Yes. Has has Cyber Monday and Black Friday already happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm I'm sorry. I don't keep the, up yeah, with things. No, oh, it's fine. I just constantly see all these things that are like, ooh, I could use that. And then I'm like, no, I really don't need that, yeah. though. So I'm, I'm pretty good at avoiding all this stuff. Yeah. And it just, it takes up a lot of a mental 
space. It really does. And places are so aggressive with so it. So aggressive. I've also heard like from multiple people that what they do now, so Black Friday, I don't know when it started. Maybe we'll talk about it at some point. But basically it was used to like, it used to be a really good deal. Like you used to mm. get like clothes for way discounted prices and whatever yeah. else. But now what they've done <laughs> is that there's been accounts of businesses essentially having something at a set price in the weeks leading up to Black Friday. Yeah. And then the weeks right before they jack up the price. And so it looks like, you know, you'll, on Black Friday, it's, yeah. it's a deal, but it's actually the exact same price it was throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, you'll see something on Black Friday that's like, oh, this is supposed to be $120. Yeah. It's on sale for nine, like 65 Yeah. The thing cost 65 originally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not fun. No, it's garbage. And I understand, you know. I get the it. The capitalists. I get it. Capitalize on your marketing <clears throat> opportunities and stuff. But like, you know what? It's just annoying. We as people, we as good Canadian Canadian. No, I'm kidding. We're not getting into this. We're not, we're not going back into the laundromat <laughs> revolution. Fuck. Yeah. So anyway, we should probably get started with the episode. We're yeah. We're a few minutes in. Sorry. Yeah. Um, basically, it kind of has to do with what I'm feeling and and what the weather is today. Um, so today we're recording on Friday, and it was specifically the 16th. Yes. Yeah. And it it was it was like overcast. Not it's a, been overcast and like kind of gray and threatening of snow. Threatening of snow. Threatening of snow. John Snow. You know nothing, John Snow. But if we want to get more specific, the barometric <laughs> pressure today was one thousand and two millibar. The visibility was eight kilometers, and the humidity was ninety four percent. What's a millibar? A millibar. Good thing that you ask. It's a metric of measuring the atmospheric pressure in the atmosphere. Yes, I'm aware of that. What does it equate to? Fuck if I know. Something in mercury. You do a mercury thing too. Mercury is in the fucking stupid wave, and I don't want to ask about it. Okay, actually, I was wrong last week, remember? My other personality corrected me. It said it was... Friday. Today. No. What? The 20 something. It's going to be on the 29th, I think, of December. Or 21st. Fuck, I don't remember. Well, then you know what? Mercury is not in the microwave and that that is why everything's the way it is. Yeah. So or life is just fucking ass. Up. Yeah. Okay. What 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 have you got for me today? Do you have something The barometric more? pressure? Is this where we're going? This is where we're going. We've already begun. Okay. 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 I'm sorry. I didn't realize. The barometric pressure today was 1,002 millibar. How many bears is that? That's at least one. Okay. One fuzzy bear. Bears? Yeah. Okay. You know what? Just while you're looking this up, bears. Oh my God. (laughs) Bears have no right to be as fucking cute as they are. They're deadly. Have you seen their little ears? They're like nice and round and delightful and their faces are so cute. But they're also legitimately one of the most deadly beings on the planet. Do you know what that just reminded me of? What? Farts. You could have a squeaky ass, weak sounding, cute little fart and it be the reckoning. That's the same thing. Yeah. A bear and a fart. I've just... Okay. 
You're right. I okay. What have you brought for me today? <laughs> it's a hot take. I'm here. Tell You've heard me it here your, first. Tell me about your barometric. Okay, so right, I felt like shit today. Just let's come, let's come out and rip that bandaid off. You know I felt congested, yep. and I felt like I was tired. Well, obviously, I just went over that. I'm tired and tired, tired, tired. And yes, you know, you could attribute it to the fact that it's Friday and I've had a week and we're done work now and it's you know was that supposed to be the friends thieves yes okay cool um but (laughs) i was looking it up and i was like you know what it could be the fucking weather could be the weather you know how you know people all the time be like oh man i can feel the rain coming like it i can feel it in my joints i can smell the snow coming what are you, a bloodhound? I mean, I'm pretty darn similar to the equivalent of a human bloodhound. No, but... Just nose to the ground, sniffing around? Well, it's nose to the air. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, like, you can just... Smell it? Sorry. You, you, what does you, it smell like? Please please inform me. Mm, what does it smell like? Snow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, but it's this weird thing that's kind of like the pressure that builds up in my nose, which is kind of a uh, sinus yep. thing. That's where we're going. Which barometric pressure does, and I can I can I can do that when I feel snow coming. Interesting. So it's not necessarily the smell, but the feel of the. It, it's the, the feel, but it's in my nose, which is where I. The feel of the, of the snow is, in your nose, which is where I feel. And we're not talking about cocaine, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god! Make sure if you decide to dabble in drugs, you're safe. Okay. Wow. moving right along so basically when bad weather comes um we attributed that to a low pressure system and i'm going to give you a quick def here right now of what a low pressure system is yeah yeah it has low pressure at its center and then areas around it or fuck i'm gonna put my foot in my mouth and then i'm gonna continue okay so low pressure system has lower (laughs) pressure at its center so at its core than the areas around it Winds blow towards the low pressure, and air rises in the atmosphere where they meet. As the air rises, the water vapor within condenses, and it forms clouds and often precipitation. So just taking that into example, I was like, okay, well, let me see what the fuck a low pressure would be in millibar, in whatever the fuck it was today. So it was 1,002 millibar today, just for reference. So like... What would an average millibars be? So, okay. <clears throat> normal pressure, so normal barometric pressure, ranges between 29.8 and 30.2 inches of mercury, which is another measure. What do you mean inches of mercury? Okay, yes, there's there's millibar or there's inches of mercury. The old-timey way to do it is inches in mercury because you can have like this barometer barometer yeah we used to have a barometer when i was growing up and like you, you, you see it which, like kind uh, of going up and down on mercury same as uh old school thermometers right so that's the same that that's where the inches of mercury come in so the changes uh, would be would be delegated or not delegated but distinguished based off of the the height in which the mercury rose sure that would tell you this sure, sure, sure. the other way is the millibar i'm not really sure what what thing does i think it might be a, a like digital inst- instrument i'm not sure a mick digital mick didge mick didge thanks mcdonald who is out there revving their engine if you, get, 
If you listeners can hear that, I'm very upset about it. I hope they didn't steal my car. No, your car doesn't rev that loud. No, she's still there. Okay. Um, the millibars for normal pressure, however, would be ranging between um, 1,022 to 1,009. Okay, so we're not like too, too far off. Not we too are in far the... off. Low pressure okay. would be <laughs> would range between 1,000 and nine and a thousand and nine no it says okay if it's under a thousand and nine oh okay what what exactly are we at again we are at 1002 oh okay today. so we, we're in very low pressure well like not very low but relatively low, low pressure okay. yeah hurts my ears yeah exactly so basically this is what i'm going to read to to you to you listeners out there if i'm going to make you all meteorologists <laughs> If the rising, if the if the pressure is is already like normal and it's rising, or steady, it means that the present conditions will continue. If it's slowly falling, the pressure or the pressure, fuck! Oh my god, I can't read today. If the pressure is slowly rising, do you want to go back? Yeah, sure. What does that sound? That's my radiators. You know what? We're not going to go back. This is the Moderately Mediocre Podcast. Continue. I just got distracted. I apologize. It's okay. Okay. So if it's slowly falling, that means that there's little change in weather. But if it's rapidly falling, it means that the rain is likely or snow if it's cold enough. And boy, let me tell you, I looked up what the forecasted uh, barometric pressure would be tomorrow. Mm. 994. That's super low. Yeah. Does that happen when it snows? Yeah. And guess okay. what the fucking forecast is? It gonna snow. It's gonna snow. It's likely gonna rain too. So you know what? We're, we're recording this on the 16th. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does your weekend look like? Is Are we are we correct in our in our predictions? Aren't we funny? Any hoozles. <laughs> This this brings me to my actual point of why I'm talking about the fucking weather. Oh, um, I feel worse when it's overcast or when there's likely like it's threatening to Where rain do you feel or it? snow. Where do you feel it out of curiosity? I feel it in the joints of my fingers. So like in the knuckles. The knuckles. The knucks. In the neck. In the temple. And I have like almost like this fucking sinus headache that's mm. that's that's about to punch me in the teeth like i have it from yeah seriously from like my jaw like in the cheeks that's called sinuses my dude yeah but that's what okay well i'm getting there i looked up articles richard thank I'm you sorry i keep cutting you off i should have started with an agenda but uh the <laughs> the pressure the communist agenda <laughs> <laughs> the low pressure is usually attributed to headaches yeah, that makes sense. And there is like medical documentation in lots of articles stating the correlation between headaches and low pressure systems. Fair. There's also, my mom has arthritis and she has often, when I was growing up, she's like, oh my God, I can feel the bad weather coming. Yeah. And I was always just like, what are you, a witch? Like, well, what is that, this? That's a whole thing though. There's always people that are like, oh, 
I can feel the rain coming in my knees. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so basically, she was right. And I kind of gaslit her a little bit. I feel bad. But um, I now understand because I feel like I'm kind of following in her arthritic footsteps. The uh, Some of the studies and stuff, I'll read just briefly um, that... This I don't really, I don't really believe. Yeah, I'll I'll read it and I'll, you guys can believe what you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, a study in Japan looked at the sales of uh, loxaprofen, which is a headache ma- medicine, and the researchers saw that there was actually a connection between the increase in medication sales and the change to barometric pressure. Now, granted, of course, like this is just the sales of medication, so people like this this could this could be because of a d- multitude of different things. Sure. But, other, but it does correlate with the barometric pressure. Yeah, huh. and, and yeah, low, lower barometric pressures for sure. And then there's this also this other study that was published in 2015 where researchers looked at the effects of barometric pressure on people with chronic migraines. And they found that even a small decrease in barometric pressure induced migraines. Interesting. And Have you had migraines before? Oh, yeah, big time. Interesting. They, they fuck... I, I don't have them regularly, but I've had them... I don't know. They just kind of come on with no warning. I get sure. vertigo more than I do migraines. Yeah, I've had vertigo. That was not a fun time. It like literally I, I had, feels I had like so weird. It's not the. It's not actually like medically called vertigo, or is it? Are you just dizzy? No, there, there's a thing that's like. I don't know. Anyway, it's a medical thing that's like all of your balance systems are totally out of whack and you just feel nauseous and like dizzy all the time yeah vertigo i think maybe it is but i don't know if there's another thing for it all i know about vertigo is that sometimes there's like these calcium 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 crystals in your ears oh it is actually calcium (laughs) okay and i think it's calcium i don't know calcium's what makes eggs Okay. Well, they sometimes get dislodged in your ears, and that's what fucks up the your orientation systems. That's good, and that's what makes you dizzy and want to vomit. Okay. Well, that uh, that's me. Good. Can't wait for the next time. No, I'm kidding. Continue. Okay. Um. So as I looked that up, I was also kind of skeptical because of who I am as a person and I wanted to look up like the the joints and mood and like psychological stuff too but that was after I decided to consult an expert mm. aka my best friend Kate she is a physio physiotherapist now she's passed her fucking exam because she's amazing but I sent the article to her and I was like is this real or is it baloney and she was like well I mean, semi baloney. Semi baloney. So some of it, some of it's true. In in which case, like you do feel the pressure in the sinuses and all that stuff. Other things about joints, more specifically, like that's what kind of her her deal is with physiotherapy. Yeah, um, yeah. Is that when it's cold, our bodies want to shunt the blood to the main organ systems so heart lungs type sure, of stuff. Sure, sure, sure. so they don't they don't focus like as much blood into like the smaller joints areas or like the, the extremity joint areas yeah, yeah, yeah. and so if you feel like 
you have pain or augmented augmented wow augmented (laughs) i kind of am sophisticated um pain (laughs) in your like joints and stuff it's likely because there's not as much blood going to them and your nerves are more sensitive interesting okay um the other thing that she had said too is that you know in this in the winter we typically don't move as much and we're Mm. very sedentary well not i don't want to say very sedentary some people are out and about but like realistically (laughs) like you don't want to move much you want to kind of just hibernate in a cave like or at least i do and not moving is worse for your joints than if you then moving moving. because like when you move it allows them to warm up it allows the blood to be circulated sure sure otherwise it keeps all the yeah the the bits in place okay yeah Interesting. So even though like it sucks because like, you know, when you're in that weird pit of sadness and you're like, I just want to sit in front of the fire and drink my hot chocolate. You, and you probably freak every time yeah, you move. You probably would feel better if you just went for like a quick little walk or you just I think that can be said just normally. You know? Yeah. True, true, true. Hmm. Um and lastly, I'm just gonna bring the mood thing into it because you know, when I feel like shit physically, I probably also feel like shit mentally. <laughs> Why not have a BOGO, right? Why not both? Um, typically, cold weather gives your body the signal to settle down or hibernate, and it results in less energy during the winter months. Um, so basically, there are different... There's According to a specific study, there are four different types of people. There's the summer lovers, summer haters, the rain haters, and the people who are not really you know, affected by anything in the weather. Which one are you? I am a summer lover because I normally am like thriving in the summer. Sure. Because like the, the sun is up. We have way more like hours of the day for me, it feels like anyways, because like as soon as the sun goes down, I'm like, well. well it also is just more. Yeah, okay. More what? <laughs> hours of the day. Yeah, more hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not and like I highly but... am motivated based off of productivity. So mm. like if I feel like I can't do anything because it's time to go to bed at like 4.30, it's like... Yeah, I don't love that. It sucks. Like, I hate the hours between 4.30 and 6. Yeah. Those are the most... I'm most upset. It's just like this time of year, that's like sunset. Yeah. And it's very upsetting. It's very upsetting. And normally I love a sunset. I'm I love a good, a good sun- I love yeah. a good sunset, but it's really upsetting when it feels like it should be like new. Yeah. And... <laughs> When you can't even fucking see the sunset, it's still setting. It sets every fucking day, but we can't see it because of the low pressure sets. <laughs> yeah. Does the sun set or does the earth just like move in a way that makes the... the... We're all just actually on a on a disc, a, a floppy disc. It's, it's We're on a floppy disc on the back of some turtles, on the back of some elephants. Sorry, that's backwards. Trifuffle a tree. It's supposed to be on the back of elephants that are on the back of a turtle. Discworld. Or is that... Anyway, I don't care. I was just saying that the earth is flat. You you nerds out there will know what I mean. Okay. Okay. All right. But um, I'll, just, I'll just wrap it up with this, I guess. Um, low mood typically ends up being like with low temperatures, anything below uh, 10 degrees Celsius or any high, high temperatures above 21 degrees Celsius. Hmm. Any high humidity situations and situations with participation. Precipitation. Do you ever participate in precipitation? 
Do you ever participate and precipitate? Precipitating? No. Perspirating? Okay. <laughs> yes. Anytime I play a video game. And then high moods are associated (laughs) with um, anything between 10 and 21 degrees Celsius. High atmospheric pressure, clear skies, and sunlight. Makes you feel like you fucking live in the dream, am I I saying? Makes you feel like you matter. You matter, yeah. And you go outside and all of a sudden, like, the fucking moment that this guy clears out after nice. like days of oh it's nice fuck yeah and it then it led me okay so all of this all this like article reading aside i then sat in the dark in my in my house today and i said so what is the point like we have all of these goddamn overcast rainy foggy days and it's like, I get, we need to sit in the sadness. I kind of like them sometimes. I like them sometimes, but when they're like consecutively bundled up like a fucking knot of nerves on my back, I'm like <laughs> irritated. And do, you it's need, just like, like, do you need to go to massage first? I actually went yesterday. Okay, good. Because I was very tight. My back was, my, my whole neck actually. Yeah, I'm not surprised. You're a constant ball of stress. It is I. Hello. But balls rock and roll, right? Here we are. All right. Uh. That's all I have for you today, folks. Literally talking about the weather. How funny is that? That is pretty funny. Okay. I don't know what I got. I I have no idea what you have. All right. I'd also like to preface this by the fact that he has not opened his book report his book report is actually mia i don't know where it is where is it it's in my backpack oh it's in his backpack but this time i've brought my tablet he stepped on the millennium falcon into the current millennium well the funny thing is i actually have a millennium falcon on my little bar table i did not step on it because that would be terrible it's made of lego it would have shattered um (laughs) today (laughs) i just got that so you know what you know what? You know what number is a lot of people's lucky number? 13. No, 13's chronically unlucky. Oh, that's my lucky number. Oh my god, this explains a lot. Seven. 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 Oh my god. Seven. Seven is a seven. lucky number. You know what else goes with seven? Uh, Up. The seven ancient wonders of the world. Oh. So just right now... You specifically, Tiffany. Oh, God. Can you tell me what any of the seven ancient wonders of the world are? Oh, my God. Okay, we have the fucking pyramids. Yep. We have the Stonehenge. Nope. Oh, God damn. What's that thing that there's like peep, there's like things? It's not Stonehenge, but there's that thing. Nope. All right. Oh, you're very descriptive. There's just a bunch of rocks. I think you're thinking of Stonehenge again. Oh. No, but they have faces. These, this one doesn't have r- faces. Fucking Mount Rush- Rushmore? No. Because that's not one. <laughs> oh. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Kay. Grand Canyon. No, the Grand Canyon is not one. God. Okay. Ancient? So, the seven ancient wonders of the world. All right. So the seven ancient <laughs> wonders Betty of the White? world. <laughs> should be one. Is a list of seven notable structures present during classical antiquity. The first list of the seven wonders of the world dates to the second to first century BC. These oh. are seven man-made things. 
So Betty White is not one. Niagara Falls. Because Betty White's a woman made. Yeah. Fun. Anyway. Was Niagara Falls one? No. Niagara Falls is not man-made. I don't know. That's a natural phenomenon. Fuck. Okay. The seven wonders of the ancient world are, starting with, as you did state before. Pyramids. The Great Pyramid of Giza, which originated around... 2,584 to 2,561 B.C. That's that one. Okay, cool. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. I'm sorry, who? The Hanging Gardens of Babylon, around 600 B.C. The Statue of Zeus at Olympus at 466 to 456. There's a statue of him? There was. Oh. The Temple of Artemis at Ephesus, 550 B.C., the mausoleum at Halicarnassus at 351 BC. The Colossus of Rhodes, 292 to 280 BC. And the Lighthouse of Alexandria. So all of these things are, for, for lack of better terms, just these massive monu- like man-made Large. monuments. And I'm just going to do like a very, very quick little go through kind of of what each one is because i don't want to toil and double and cauldron burn and something bubble anyway i just want to talk about a little bit of what each one is without going into the deep deep details of it so the pyramids of giza i'm sure everyone listening probably has at least some sort of a picture of that in their mind yep it's a pyramid it's a pyramid uh, so the great, uh, I'm literally just using my, my source here is Wikipedia for all this because I'm lazy and don't give a fuck. Uh, the Great Pyramid of Giza is the biggest Egyptian pyramid and the tomb of fourth dynasty pharaoh Khufu. Who? Khufu. Oh. K-H-U-F-U. Khufu. Cute. Uh, it was built in the early 26th century BC during a period of around 27 years. It's probably really powerful. It probably shouldn't call him cute. Maybe he'd like to be called cute. Yeah, right. I, who, would, who would know, right? I don't know. Uh, the pyramid is the oldest of the seven wonders of the ancient world and the only one to remain largely intact. Oh. Uh, so as part of the Giza pyramid complex, it borders present-day Giza in Greater Cairo, Egypt. So it initially stood at 146.6 meters, or for you Americans, 481 feet tall. The Great Pyramid was the tallest man-made structure in the world for more than 3,800 years. Wow. Over time, most of the smooth white limestone, that's right. So you, you've seen the pictures of it today. Yeah. It looks like it's made of a bunch of like sandstones and stuff. Yeah. The entire thing used to be completely white, flat sides with a big golden top. What? Yeah. And that a was a golden top. Yeah, with like legitimate gold supposedly at the peak. And white. And white. The limestone is white. So all of the sides were completely glazed over with limestone in a flat surface, whatever, Wild. whatever. Wild. Like those tiles for Lego? Like kind of, actually, yeah. Wild. And then the, the top was a golden thing. But uh, let's see. So, all in all, this measured about 230.3 meters at its tallest, with a volume of roughly 2.6 million cubic meters. Good God. Um, 
which includes the initial hillock. The dimension of the pyramid were 280 royal cubits. We're not going to get into that, really. Um, but the pyramid was built by quarrying an estimated 2.3 million large blocks, weighing about 6 million tons in total. The majority of stones are not uniform in size, so it's just a whole bunch of, you know, different size stones that were, you know, maybe brought here by aliens. Mesopotamia. No, no, no Mesopotamia. Neptune. No. No Neptune. Nebula. No Nebula. What is it? Nibiru. Nibiru. And you know what? Maybe the maybe the ancient aliens built it. Who's to say? Who's to say? In reality, it was probably just a bunch of slaves. Oh. Next up on the list, we have the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. And as Wikipedia states, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon were one of the seven wonders of the ancient world listed by Hellenic culture. They were described as a remarkable feat of engineering with an ascending series of tiered gardens containing a wide variety of trees, shrubs, vines, and resembling a large green mountains constructed of mud brick. Mud brick? Mud brick. Like bricks made out of mud? Like bricks made out of mud that were like sun-baked. It's what they used in the ancient world. It's just, you know. <laughs> it just sounds like you're talking about me. Oh, my God. It was said to have been built in the ancient city of Babylon, near present-day Chala, uh, Babil province in Iraq. Uh, the Hanging Garden's name is derived from the Greek word kremastos, which means overhanging, which has a broader meaning than the modern English word hanging, and refers to trees being planted on a raised structure, such as a terrace. So, supposedly, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon were, like... It was supposed to be this massive, 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 beautiful kind of horticultural Wonder. green zone, basically, that supposedly this uh, this leader of Babylon made for his wife. It was supposed to be uh, King... N- he made it for his wife? He did. It was uh, King... N- oh, my God. Nebiru? No. Nebuchadnezzar II... Who ruled, who ruled between 605 and 562 BC uh, for his wife, Queen Amitus. And supposedly she grew up in the countryside and missed her hometown. So he built this entirely like... I just thought you said country, like like crunchy side. Crunchy. She lived in the crunchy side. Like, wow. No, she lived in the countryside. Okay. And missed her home stuff i guess so he was like you know what let's build this giant place that has all these trees and whatnot wow that would be nice wouldn't it however standards have certainly changed it's not entirely positive in world records even to this day if the hanging gardens of babylon actually ever existed or if they were just fake so why is it in the list because it sounded cool okay Next up, we come to the statue of Zeus at Olympia. This one is fairly straightforward. Is it real? This one was definitely real. Uh, The statue of Zeus at Olympia was a giant seated figure about 12.4 meters or 41 feet tall, made by the Greek sculptor uh, Phidias. Sure, let's call him that, Phidias. Around 435 BC at the sanctuary of Olympia, Greece and erected in the Temple of Zeus. Zeus is the sky and thunder god in ancient Greek religion who rules as king of the god of Mount Olympus. If you don't know who Zeus is, that's... Zoot. Zoot. That, that's, that's darn in French. 
Isn't it shit? No, I think it's just. Well, I, I don't know. shit's merde, I think. Merde, no. I don't know what it is. I don't know French anymore. Uh, the statue was uh, sculpted of ivory plates and gold panels on a wooden framework. Zeus sat on a painted cedarwood throne ornamented with ebony, ivory, gold, and precious stones. Oh. And, as is obvious to this list, was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. The statue was lost and destroyed before the end of the 5th century AD with conflicting accounts of the date and circumstances. Details of its form are known only from ancient Greek descriptions and representation on coins. So this one is very, very likely real just because it was like minted on coins and stuff like that. But it was believed to be destroyed by, I think, an earthquake or something like that. A lot of these were destroyed by an earthquake. Uh, it says here on Wikipedia, it was disassembled and reassembled at Constantinople and later destroyed by fire. Hmm. Pity for Zeus. Next up. Temple of Artemis at Ephesus. Uh, the Temple of Artemis, or Artemisian, Greek uh, uh, Tepinagi, sure, also known as the Temple of Diana, was a Greek temple dedicated to an ancient local form of the goddess Artemis, identified with Diana, aka the Roman version of Artemis. Uh, it was located in Ephesus near the modern town of Selkuk. Sel- in present-day Turkey. By 401 AD, it had been ruined or destroyed. Only foundations and fragments of the temple remain on the site. Supposedly, it was just this massive, like, ionic columned temple. And for ionic columns, anytime you think of, like, a Roman pillar or, like, a Greek pillar, yeah. that is an ionic column. Mm-hmm. So supposedly, it was just this massive, massive temple. With columns. Built of columns. And literally, the only thing that is left of it today is a column. Oops. Is, yeah, pretty much a column. It's really, really sad to see. But there was something massive there. The The foundations wow. are still very much in place. But uh, That literally looks like StressCon. <laughs> it is StressCon. And, yeah, unfortunate that it's all gone. It's, it's kind of boring in description, but it was a very, very large place. Next up, the mausoleum at Halicarnassus, or the tomb of... Of Massalois. Um, Massalois? Yeah, so it was a tomb built between 353 to 350 BC in Halicarnassus, present Bodrum, Turkey, for Massalois, an Antolian from Caria, and a satrap in the Achaenean Empire, and his sister wife Artemisia II of Caria. The structure was designed by Greek architects Satyros and Pythias of Prien, its elevated tomb structure is derived from the tombs of neighboring Lycia. Oh my god, so many words. A territory Mausoleus had invented and annexed, invaded and annexed in 360 BC, such as Nereid Monument. Um, So the mausoleum was approximately 45 meters, or for you Americans, 148 feet in height, and the four sides were adorned with sculptural reliefs, each created by one of the four Greek sculptors, Lecherus, Bryaxis, Scopus, or Paros, and Timotheus. The mausoleum was considered to be such an aesthetic triumph that Antipater of Sidon identified it as one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. It was destroyed by successive earthquakes from the 12th to the 15th century. 
and it was the last surviving of the six wonders, basically, aside from the... Uh, Pyramid. Pyramids, thank you. Next up, we come to the Colossus of Rhodes. Uh, in ancient Greek, it was uh, Colosseus Rhodios, or uh, Colossus Tesrodou. That's, that's not accurate Greek. I'm sorry, I never actually took Greek, but uh, that's what it says. It was a statue of the Greek sun god Helios erected in the city of Rhodes on the Greek island of the same name, Rhodes, uh, by Charez de, de, de Lindos in 280 BC. It was one of the seven hundred in the ancient world. It was constructed to celebrate the successful defense of Rhodes against attack by Demetrius Poliocritus, who had uh, besieged it for a year with a large army and navy. This was a 33-meter or 108 feet tall giant statue which is basically about the size of the modern statue of liberty uh like to the crown and unfortunately it collapsed in an earthquake in 226 bc that's the colossus of rose finally we come to the lighthouse of alexandria sometimes called the pharos of alexandria in ancient greek it was uh Oh boy, how do we pronounce this? We're not going to even try that. Uh, it was a lighthouse built by the Ptolemaic Kingdom of Ancient Egypt during the reign of Ptolemy II. Did we talk about Ptolemy? No, we didn't. Uh, from between 280 and 247 BC. It has been estimated to have been at least 100 meters or 330 feet in overall height and was one of the seven ancient wonders of the world. For many centuries, it was one of the tallest man-made structures in the world. So, just very, very quickly. Who determines these as being wonders? Uh, it was kind of Alexander the Great. In, Did he, like, write it down? Like, sort of. So, the whole, the whole thing with uh, the wonders, basically, uh, the ancient Greeks spoke of it, calling it uh, theomata, which means sites, which, in other words was like things to be seen. Right. So after Alexander the Great did his whole conquest of like the known world at the time, it became very easy for people of this time to move between like Egypt, Iraq, uh, Greece, and all these other places. Right. So they actually got to go see these things. Fun fact, all seven of them, of the ancient wonders of the world, only stood for us like together. For less than 60 years. Wow. Yeah. They were mostly all destroyed. Uh, specifically speaking of, uh, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, as it was like, not even entirely known if it existed or not, its destruction is kind of unknown. Uh, but it's believed that it was destroyed either by a giant fire, by invading forces, or by an earthquake. The statue of Zeus at Olympia was disassembled and reassembled at Constantinople, later destroyed by fire. Temple of Artemis at Ephesus was destroyed by arson, by Herostratus, and plundering. The mausoleum at Halicarnassus was destroyed by earthquakes. The Colossus of Rhodes was destroyed by earthquakes. The Lighthouse of Alexandria was destroyed by earthquakes. Earthquakes. And with that, that comes to an end of the seven ancient wonders of the world. But what is seven plus seven? 14. And what's 14? 
Quick maths. Quick maths. Also my lucky number. Also my birthday number. 14 was my birthday. So I'm not going to go into as much detail with these ones. I just want to, to state what the new seven wonders of the world are. Um, ah, so there's new ones. There are. So the new Seven Wonders of the World was a campaign started in the year 2000 to choose wonders of the world from a selection of 200 existing monuments. The popularity poll via free web-based voting and small amounts of telephone voting was led by Canadian-Swiss Bernard Weber and organized by the new Seven Wonders Foundation, N7W, based in Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, with winners announced in July of July seventh of two thousand and seven, the winners are by honorary status, which is not actually included in the seven, but because it's just so remarkable, because the only one of the ancient seven wonders still standing to this day, the pyramids. Right, right, right. Next up, the Great Wall of China. I don't think that one needs any introduction. It's a Great Wall of China in China. Next up, Petra in Mayan, Jordan. You ever watched Indiana Jones and the Last yeah. Crusaders? You know when they go into that like temple to get the, the cup? Yeah. That's Petra. Huh. Yeah. Real cool looking. Yeah. Next up, we've got the Colosseum, Rome, Italy. I've yeah. been there personally. I haven't. You, you know what it is, though. Everyone yeah. knows what Colosseum is. Next up, Chichen Itza in Yucatan, Mexico. How did you say that? Chichen Itza. Well, that's fun. In Yucatan, Mexico. Uh, this is... A temple? It's a temple, yeah. It's a pyramid complex in Mexico, uh, dating to probably around 600 AD. Uh, really, really cool site. Recently, there was a big scandal that some TikTok influencer went and tried to dance on it and wasn't great. <gasps> oh, no. Next up, I'm sure you also know this one, Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. In the Cusco region of Peru. Cusco. Beautiful Cusco. Cusco's poison? The poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison. What poison? The Cusco's po- The poison for Cusco. The poison for Cusco? <laughs> anyway, it's in uh, Peru. I'm sure you guys have seen pictures of this giant mountaintop. Peru. Kind of like village kind of thing. The Taj Mahal. Yes. In Agra, India. Beautiful tomb for a Maharaja back in the day. And finally, Christ the Redeemer in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. This is the giant... Like the giant statue, any movie you've ever seen that goes to Brazil, it's going to show Christ the Redeemer, which is this giant statue of Jesus with his arms outstretched. You've seen pictures of it. That's a bad photo of it. That's that's Stonehenge. Anyway, um, oh my god. Anyway, that's the seven (laughs) ancient and seven modern wonders of the world. And you've got the. Eight and nine wonders of the world sitting right here talking to you. Eight How and do you nine. Feel? We're pretty lucky to have been considered in the 2000 <laughs> man made got a personal diorama. Um, yeah. I've got, you know, I'll save that for a mini episode. We're not going to get into that. I've got seven honorable mentions for it Stonehenge? No, actually. Oh, for fuck. But we've been going on How did those rocks get there? How did they get there? It's a wonder. How did the pyramids get there? It's a wonder. It's a wonder. But probably anyway, we, some hard work. We've been going on probably long enough about this, so. I'm not sorry. I'm a little sorry. This is 
Lepisode. Lepisode. So we're going to, you know, now that we've got pyramid.com, patreon.com. Welcome to the moderately mediocre. We're going to be dipping off this and we're going to go record a mini. Yeah. Meet you over there. Meet you over there. Remember? Patrons? Ooh. Patrons? Mm, That feels weird. Yeah, it does feel weird. We'll meet you over there. Friends. Okay, we're going to have to stop that. <laughs> I don't like that. Anyway, for everyone listening, you can follow us at Moderately Mediocre Podcast on Instagram. You can follow us on... Patreon. Patreon at Moderate Pod. Sorry, at patreon.com slash moderate pod. Remember that everything that we do here is for entertainment purposes only. And if uh, you decide to go and research stuff, make sure that you do your own research. Um, Not just follow some old Joe's opinion on Facebook. Get your information at the source and ask experts like I did with my friend, Kate. Okay. Get your nose here. I don't know. I'm sorry, everybody. Well, uh, we're going to be continuing this on Patreon. I just got really congested, so this is going to be great. Uh, Bye. Bye.